All right, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I almost like blended out all together as a Michael Rick. <laughs> like it's the Twitter handle. I was like Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> I was like Dusty Rhodes. Welcome back to Garbage Time Points with Michael Rick. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Yeah. <laughs> you Dusty, right? No, Dusty Rhodes isn't hard though, man. You've you practiced like, it. You can do it. Do it, Dusty Rhodes. I can. You know Try how it. terrible my Try impressions it. are. We've Try heard them. Try it. <laughs> I can't even get a syllable out. Alright. Uh, welcome to the garbage time pond. <laughs> Fredo, can you do one? Mm-mm. Come on, try no. it. Yours is the best. Nope. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, his are actually worse than mine, which is hard yeah, to do because yeah. I'm terrible. Yeah, but the one that he does do good, even though it's just, it's it's not a word, <laughs> even though it's just like a, a, a noise, yeah. it's still pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. You want to show off again, Fredo? You love doing that yeah, one. Yeah, show off. And this is, okay, this is Fredo's Manny Pacquiao. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you can totally hear Manny Pacquiao saying that. Yeah, so good. Right, I'm, I'm Mike, and uh, of course the guy across the table is Rick. How you doing today, Rick? Rick, you're fucking shit up. What is wrong with you? My, mine is too short, too. So. <laughs> My headphones are too short, too. Yeah, making me nervous. Maybe I could do that. I don't know what's going on here right now. Everything's all jumbled up and backwards. Fredo forgot a bunch of shit, but yeah, I'm Mike. That's Rick over there, and the guy over there. Um, I don't know. He has beautiful hair. Fredo, how you doing today? <laughs> I like to thank God. Um, He's all, <laughs> he, he added to it. Uh, I like to announce that uh, ESPN will be cutting <laughs> one hundred employees today. Dang, he's still in news. I know. Too. Manny Pacquiao breaking not, news. <laughs> it, I mean, we could make that a, a, a bit on the show he's where looking Manny for does a spot the news. Yeah. and he's showing off now. We call it the Bang Bang Special. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm done. That's all he's got. He ran out of steam on yeah, that he one. Did. As always, we are coming to you from Fred House Studios, aka the spare bedroom of Fredo's house. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick at Michael double underscore Gaspar at Richard underscore Reposa and at Have Zero. Or look for us on Facebook. Just search Garbage Time Points. Also, be sure to stop by GTPPodcast.com to, you know, you want to buy a t-shirt, sweater, even though it's summer. But still, you know, you plan ahead. You got to stay two steps ahead. Um, a bandana. I don't know if they do that. Uh, <laughs> I don't think so. Now you're just making stuff a lighter. Get, get, get GTP I engraved thought, on the lighter. I thought I saw somebody have a, a, a GTP Kangol hat. Ooh, those yeah. are coming back in style. Yeah. What are you going to tell us, Fred? Did someone else buy another one of your uh, t-shirts? No, but for the next two days, there's a 30% sale on all items in the shopping cart. Oh. the shopping cart, the website. 30% sale. So if you know a baby that needs a onesie. Or a twosie. Or <laughs> What is that? Is that a kid? Oh, they do got a onesie. Yeah. Remember I, remember I asked you the other day, uh, we were at that baby shower. We were like, dude, we should have got him a onesie. Uh, is there a can koozie? Did I see that on there? A what? A, a can mug? Co- a coffee mug? There's a mug. Oh, I thought I saw a can koozie. A koozie? You know, you know what that is, right? A koozie? It's like a, a jacket for your can soda. Yeah. For your can. <laughs> a jacket for your can. Soda. Yeah. Uh, we're also on iTunes too, but yeah, go check out gtppodcast.com because, I mean, um, you get all your uh, updates and uh, links to our podcast on there. Also, Fredo, mm-hmm. it's pretty close. Oh, it's, it's close. Can you let us know how close the NFL draft is? 22 hours, 26 minutes, and 50 seconds. Oh, wow. 
We're going to, like, throughout the show, I just want you to break in and, and uh, give us the current time, okay? Okay. Just throughout the show. Okay. doesn't matter. Uh, look, I experienced something weird um, the other day. I think it was, like, on Friday. So I'm back in my hometown. And I uh, stopped by the store, and I run into somebody who I recognize, but I don't know their name. Mm. So it was one of those, like, one hey, those, dudes. Yeah. yeah, it's like, what's up, man? Well, I, I experience those daily because I really don't remember most people's names. Not yeah. that I don't try. It's just that even, like, my accounts, like, I've known them for two years now, and I still don't know their name. Hey, dude. <laughs> hey, dude, how you, you doing, Keep it man? simple. What's yeah. up, man? It works, you know? Yeah. It's like I, always, I tell people all the time, like, you have no idea how many mans and dudes I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Mans and dudes. Like, there's a lot of them out there. Yeah, but, uh, so, yeah, man, it was just it was just one of those weird That's situations, funny. you know, and then to top it all off, we had, like, and I know I know this is this is funny because you hear Levitard talk about it, his weird hug situation with Josh Norman. Yeah. Well, I just had, had one myself. It wasn't like I was lingering or anything like that. It was more him hugging me wrong. <laughs> you know, when you hug somebody, uh, you either do the hand, the hand clap and the one arm around. You bring it in. You bring it yeah. in. Or you do like the... Like, uh, you win the windmill. You yeah. kind of tilt to one side. The other guy tilts like, to the opposite. Slap, uh, yeah. like, you slap on the both sides. This one, this one was like I was going in for it, and he put his arms over my arms <laughs> and was like, <laughs> locked, was like locked onto my neck, and like his were, face was touching my neck. Like you were slow face. dancing. Yeah. And my arms were like locked underneath his like that. Grasping had, his shoulders yeah, from the I had underneath. nothing to do. And like, you know, you, you usually tap on the back, you're like that. But no, I was like... <laughs> like you, you were know? trying to bring him in closer. No, I was trying to like, I was trying to like, but it looked like you were trying yeah. to bring him in closer. Yeah, I was trying to like hold him tight or something, but it was just so weird, man. And I just don't even know his name. I was gonna say you'll tell me his name later, but you explained no. that you don't know. His yeah, name. I don't know his name, dude. And uh, it might be like Anthony. It might be. I don't know. It could be one of those things where I go, but I don't want to go scroll. But yearbook yeah why why <laughs> yeah it's not that important even though if you don't know his name right like if you don't yeah. know it like and you barely seen him like the thing that sucks though is that like you know being there I'll probably run into him again and then sooner or later i'm gonna have to fucking figure out what his name is if i just keep seeing him i mean <laughs> i've i've done men's and dudes for a long <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never had one problem with this thing, and all of a sudden I come in today and it's like, mm. oh my god, were you using this as a uh, <laughs> man and dude pleasure toy? <laughs> I do lots of I men was and using dudes. Both microphones at once. Yeah, but anyways, yeah, man. Uh, learn how to hug somebody, especially your bro. You know, or well, maybe just... he didn't have a lot of practice hugging big guys. Ah, you know. Who... You hug people a certain way. I mean, I mean, he like he no. said. There's two ways. There's two ways you hug. You hug a dude. Like like you said, you do the handshake. You bring it in, or you do where like yeah. one person like before <laughs> like you're walking up before you even get there. Like it's obvious. Like I'm going this way. You go the other way. There's yeah. no confusion. Like I will purposely tilt one side. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. each person goes their one way. <laughs> Just shoot your hand yeah. like that. No, the thing about it is, is like let's say he was taller than me. If he, let's say he's like six nine. You know, it's hard for him to go down. 
I wouldn't be comfortable with it, but I would understand him kind of putting his arms around my head. This guy's shorter than me. He's he's like <laughs> five seven, maybe five eight. Wow, that's like so he reached up. Yeah, like he, he reached up like to he was, like get around. He was like trying to finger lock at the top. Yeah, <laughs> it was weird, man. Like, and, and I'm laughing about it. I get in the car and I'm laughing about it because it was so awkward. And I'm thinking to myself, like. Was he on his tippy toes when he did that? <laughs> yes. <to be. laughs> like, yes. Did that just look weird to everybody? Yeah. Like anybody who saw that in the middle of the damn tri corner store, well, did they see that? I mean, you gotta go. You gotta go back tonight or tomorrow and ask if you can see the camera. Yeah. <laughs> I need to review that hug. Yeah. Anyway, I, can I mean, that ha- you have to. Like, yeah. It, was yeah. a, it has to be a power move. That's yeah. not a po- like a power move. Would be like I don't know. Squeezing hard you know, and like, like lifting to, up. That's a power move. That's just like a awkward. pussy move. No, 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 no. To me, <laughs> no, to me, that's being awkward because he's kind of like almost in awe or like almost like don't know what to do himself. So he just kind of does a reactionary thing. It's just. I can't that would just be weird because if that was the, a normal thing. No, because it can't be, a, like, it can't be normal. It can't be something where he hugs all of his friends when he's saying goodbye. Like, he's trying to dance with them. Yeah. Like, he's trying to put their, and it wasn't their like, head in his chest. And, and just to sell this point home, like, you're saying dance with them, and people might be thinking of, like, you know, arms over the shoulders, behind the head a little bit, and, like, you got a little bit of a gap in between you, so you can look at your date no. as you're dancing. No, this is like a hug. I'm telling you, his his cheek was on my cheek. Yeah, like, like trying to get, like trying to be one with you. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little bit cold that day. Maybe try, he was trying to sink in for the warmth. Yeah, he was trying to do man and dudes. Yeah, Rick, was that you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, no, I, I would have already been there. Yeah. I, I've already been like been like, there, done, done that. Yeah, like I wouldn't have even had to like. Yeah. Whatever. Awkwardly Rick. be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, get your hugs right, bros. Know what you're doing before you do it, because uh, situations are weird. They really are. Hey, Fredo. Yes. How much time until the draft? Ah, oh, shit. You're. I told. Before we came on, I said, hey, Fredo, I want you to have the GTP podcast yeah, page up. other windows above it. 22 hours, yeah, 20 got, minutes, and 15 seconds. He's got TMZ above Yeah, it. him and his TMZ has always got to be up. He's all right. Got, he's got to get all the latest haps. All right, so uh, ladies and gentlemen and boys, girls, dogs, maybe your cat's listening with you. Uh, we're going we're gonna to call up right now Mike Bart News because Matt – News uh, had a had an emergency. Not going to be able to be with us tonight, but uh, he was with us last week. We get Mike Bart this week, so let's go ahead and give him a call to get some of our news in with him. Secondhand news. Secondhand news. Secondhand news. Okay. So we're waiting for that to happen. Twenty-two hours, nineteen minutes, and thirty-three seconds yeah. till the draft. Mm, okay. Thanks. I mean, this is important. People want to know. They're watching this. I mean, they're listening to watching this. 133 days, 11 hours, 49 minutes, and 20 seconds to the start of the football season. Oh, Whoa. man. Whoa. I've actually never heard you read anything better than that before. That was very confident. Yeah. Hey, Sexy. what's going on? I was grabbing hey, my penis when I said that. Mike Bart News. <laughs> How you doing, man? Hey, what's up? I can barely hear you. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're just real quiet. Oh, really? 
Fredo, what is he? What are we talking into here? Up there. Oh, okay. Can you hear us? Sorry. We. I, this is what I said. I wanted to do this before the show, but Fredo said it, it'll be fine. <laughs> are we still? Yeah, I, you know, we're we're good. Okay. Okay. Hey, man. Uh, so we got the draft NFL. Well, actually, first of all. There's no Matt News tonight, so you're you're uh, you're handling all this by yourself. He was here last week. Does anybody remember what he said about Mike Bard as we got off the phone with him last week? Um, he smells like no. What was it? Like he, all he is to me is a discarded and used condom. <clears throat> That's what he said. What? That's what he said. Did you hear that? <laughs> no. Didn't he call him a bitch? Yeah. Did you listen to the show last week? No. I don't think he can hear you. Hey, what's wrong here? <laughs> no, we're kind of like breaking up right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh. we're good. We're good. <clears throat> All right, so what, what in the world did um, Matt News say about me? Matt News said that um, you... We're nothing to him but a used and discarded condom. You know, coming from a guy with two kids, I don't even know if he knows who that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. Hey, so, okay, you get the, fl- <laughs> you get the floor to yourself this week, and uh, we're going to start off. It's the important time of the year for the NFL, the draft. Do you have any uh, little secondhand tidbits that you can give to us? Uh, yeah, so it looks like the, uh, the Browns may actually take Mitch Trubisky with the number one overall pick, uh, which would leave, uh, San Francisco with, uh, Miles Garrett. Now, of course, it is draft season, which also means it's smoke screen season, so chances are that's all bullshit, but multiple guys are reporting it today that the Browns can go Mitch Trubisky number one overall. You heard it here fourth, people. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> Number number one overall to the Browns or not? Maybe Miles Garrett. That's what Mike Mike Bart just uh, reported to us. Uh, what else you got? Anything anything else hot out there on the presses? Uh, you know, I think the the biggest news is, is we're going to see guys falling in the draft because the guys are going to get plot shaming. Uh, guys like uh, Ruben Foster, Jabril Peppers, are, uh, <clears throat> both of them tested positive through water, I guess. They had uh, diluted samples. So they're going to be falling down the draft board. Who knows where they're going to end up? Oh, uh, yeah. And and that's, uh, not, that's not even a failed yeah. test. That's just diluted, you know, urine. They can't use a failed test. Right, right. Now, the greatest thing is, is that both guys had the same exact excuse, which makes me think that they uh, have the same agent. But they both said that they were really dehydrated, they were sick, and they drank a ton of water before they uh, got this tested. Yeah. And that's why they're – but which is totally impossible. That's not how that works. Uh, they didn't know that, though. Yeah, yeah. Neither, neither of them cop to doing drugs, which, you know, who cares. But, yeah. Uh, so they, they may actually fall down in, in the drafts, you know. Uh, depends on what people think they might have called for. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I know that uh... – Peppers has a history of cramps, so, like, that was his excuse. And then Reuben Foster was supposed to be at the draft, and then they uninvited him because apparently he yelled at a doctor. I don't know if you heard about that. Pulled the who am, who you know uh, who I am. Yeah, I don't know. 
the, the whole draft process is weird, the things that they make these guys go through. Who was it a couple of years ago where uh, one of the uh, owners asked him if his mom was a prostitute? Was that Des Bryant? Yeah. Yeah, it was Des Bryant, yeah. Yeah, so they put these guys through the ringer, and then, uh, so I'm sure eventually one of those guys is going to snap out a doctor and knock the crap out of them. Yeah. But, uh, from what I can tell, you know, Ruben Foster is a great player, and he's going to be awesome in the league, so is Jabril Peppers. But. Well, now, uh, if for for our listeners that don't know, you are a 49er fan, and right now there is a rumor going around that they might even consider taking Leonard Fournette with the number two pick. Your thoughts? I know you're a Carlos Hyde guy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a big Carlos Hyde guy. I, uh, I support Mexicans in the football league, <laughs> so I, I really think he has a place in the NFL. Yeah. Uh, he's a really good football player. <laughs> he, he is Mexican, right? Uh, according to his first name. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I support the Latino community. My uh, neighbors are Mexican, so I'm a big Carlos Hyde guy. Um, but as far as them drafting Leonard Fournette, come on, they come on. Uh, yeah, I think it would be great if they did, but Kyle Shanahan, he's probably going to try to coach just like a dad, and his dad never really drafted a running back in the first round. Yeah. Um, they typically will get, you know, Charles Davis is what, undrafted free agent, right? And a lot of the big-time running backs that they had used over the years were all, except for, I think, Clinton Portis, he was a higher draft pick. But. Yeah, I believe oh, yeah, he was a second-round pick. Really, really low draft Yeah, and then yeah. I think Charles Davis, yeah. All right, you know. Well, I, San Francisco is really, the, you know, this is a big smoke swing time of the year, so San Francisco is really just uh, putting all kinds of information out there. They're even saying that they would draft Mitch Trubisky um, to try to lure the Browns into drafting him first uh, or to sell off the number two pick, which is, I think, what they pretty much want to do. They would likely down that spot. Because no matter who they take at the second pick, which everybody seems to think they're going to be taking Solomon um, Thomas, unless well as Garrett Thomas is number two. Yeah. Yeah, that'd probably be the best thing for them to do, man. They have a lot of holes to fill. They're like the Rick Proposa of the NFL. They got a lot of holes they need plugged. <laughs> and uh, so that'd be that'd be a, a, a decent move for them. And that all goes down. When, Fredo, what, what, what does the time say on that clock? 22 hours, 12 minutes, and 9 seconds. Oh, okay. See, so it's right around oh, nice. the corner. Right around the corner. I guess you got a countdown clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm excited, man. Uh, I was looking through my uh, my Facebook history on on this day thing, and it's every year um, something new. Me bitching about the, what the 49ers did in the draft. <laughs> I, uh, I a post about um, it said, "Who the hell is AJ Jenkins? And why did the 49ers just draft him?" Still, no one in this still nobody in this day knows exactly who AJ Jenkins is. But the 49ers definitely drafted him uh, back in 2012. You know, I had forgotten all about him, man, and uh, I saw that today and started laughing. Just, uh, <laughs> everybody saw, like, everybody knew, like, why are they drafting him? Like, yeah. why is he getting picked here? But, you know, it was one of those sexy picks that Mike might, he may have been, uh, you know, down on him, but there was quite, I mean, it's like uh, me with Darius Hayward Bay. No, you, that was, that was a sight to watch. That was, he was so Michael Crabtree, he was like, 
Raiders are getting Crabtree. Raiders are getting Crabtree. He was so happy. And then as soon as they said Darius, <laughs> as soon as they said Darius Bay, you saw like the balloon deflate. And then he tried to spin, but he just his heart wasn't in it. Yeah. He wanted Crabtree know, so bad. <laughs> hey, him, him and his brother both. Because I was living with his brother at the time, and his brother was like, "Well, you know, Crabtree has some character issues." <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, that's that's how we do that it. So funny and now, and now they're the biggest Crabtree fans. Of all. Hey, <laughs> happened, man. And even when they signed him, I said, you know what? He has question, he has questionable character, injuries, this and that. And last year, I'm sitting there rooting for him. So, uh, hey, they could change your mind, Mike. You gotta give him a chance sometimes. But yeah, so that's the draft is right around the corner. Uh, but let's get into to, to a little bit of WWE because I got some uh, questions to ask you because uh, I know you got a pretty good mind for this type of stuff. First of all, I want to ask you your thoughts on Jinder Mahal, man. Like, do you can is this an idea that you can get behind, or are they just you know totally going balls out for this new India market? Yeah, I, I don't get this whole gender thing. I don't know anything about transgender, cisgender, gender from a hall, whatever it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, he's he's like a, a classic, you know, 70s, 80s wrestling heel. He's all roided up to the gills. Uh, he's got traps on top of traps. Uh, he's not a very good wrestler. His promos aren't very good. But he's, uh, you know, he's, he's big, he's buff, and he's Indian, and I think, not like uh, not like a little more casino Indian. He's like yeah. actual from, and uh, that's a huge market. That's a huge market for the WWE right now. I think that's their number three market, and so that's why they brought uh, who are those, those two little jobbers they brought in. One of the names, the, Bo- the Bollywood Boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bollywood Boys brought those guys in, and the whole thing sucks, is what it does. Yeah. <laughs> because this guy was <laughs> because this guy was losing, you know. On the first match every single night, and then all of a sudden, because they do the, this whole split, he is now the uh, the number one contender. It really reminds me of years ago whenever uh, JBL was part of the APA. You guys remember that? Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden he turns heel. He gets a suit and a white cowboy hat, and the next thing you know, he's made a visit in the next pay per view. <laughs> yeah. uh, it ended up working out for him. He turned out to be really good, but. Uh, I you know I don't think that anybody's clamoring to see this match. I don't think that, um, there's going to be a whole lot of people in the building that night. Um, or if there are, they're reluctantly going to be there. And SmackDown, I just saw on Twitter right before you guys called that SmackDown posted its lowest ratings of the year. Yeah, with him one of the main event draws. So it's, it's not exactly working. You know, they got a lot better guys there that they can actually draw with. Yeah, that's the thing I don't quite understand is because they put on such a good show and they have plenty of great talent on that roster and then here's Jinder Mahal and the Bollywood boys and me personally I know Rick's a big old Orton fanboy but I've never seen the appeal of Randy Orton man like he's just boring to me he can't cut a promo he can't carry a a a a lead up to a match so like this whole pairing together just makes absolutely no sense to me at all and I am not looking forward to this unless Jinder Mahal wins which I doubt it because even though I don't like him, I think it would still be funny to see them fuck up so bad and put the belt on this guy who's never really been anything. 3MB. Yeah. No. Yeah. 
I, I don't think that this guy is going to be winning. But who knows? I mean, they, they can tell me the price. Like, like I said, years ago, whenever JBL came up and he was fighting Eddie Guerrero for the title, it was his first time in an inning, and he won. So maybe they're just trying to hot shot this guy into the, the number one spot. But I, I would be really shocked if, if he won, especially now that the ratings have dropped two weeks in a row. I, I really don't see them sticking with this guy for a long time, especially since, you know, Rusev is coming back later this summer. They still got AJ Styles, who, even though he's like a he's a babyface now, Kevin Orton. Um, you may not like Orton. I'm not the biggest Orton fan, but I think him and AJ Styles have a really good match. And a lot of people happen to like Orton, and I, he actually can draw a crowd. I was just watching um, him um, be a bit here in Stockton not too long ago. So he's uh, he's still he's still a big star, he's still a big draw. And I think him and AJ Styles and him and Nakamura. We got Zayn over there now. I actually think since the shakeup, I actually like the roster better for SmackDown now than I did before. Uh, oh. You know, we'll, we'll see. Um, I, I, the only reason I like it is because, you know, I, I like AJ Styles and I like Nakamura. Um, I think, the, honestly, the bigger stars, the bigger money draws are obviously on Raw. Yeah. But but I'm a bigger Owens fan. I like Sami Zayn. I, I I like them better than Ambrose. I I liked what the Miz did on SmackDown, but I think what they brought back over in in having get Nakamura and all those guys, I think it worked out good for SmackDown. It's kind of freshened it up a little bit. Yeah, I think the shakeup was definitely needed. Both shows are getting a little stale, and I think they should do it every year after WrestleMania. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, and I think you guys I don't know if you guys remember before, but whenever they had the roster split, they they waited until like the summer, until like July to actually do their, their draft and stuff. I think, you know, doing it around the NFL draft um, every year would probably be a good idea of marketing wise. Yeah, especially now that they uh, have that deal with ESPN. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, that's that's some crazy that's crazy stuff, man. Over a yeah. hundred people. Yeah. Hey, did Rick did Rick ever yeah. tell you the story about how uh, Randy Orton point looked right at him and pointed at him? Oh, did Rick Payne know? <laughs> yeah. oh, he I, loves this story. He told it, but like he tells it with such passion. Let's listen. Like, to him. like my my socks got wet. No, it was like okay. I didn't. I wasn't gonna say anything. Fredo was the one who pointed it out. Mauricio backs me up on this. So we're at, like we have these seats. We're next to like the the entrance where they block off like the seats where nobody sits, and we're like the next section in. And there's a bunch of like little kids and stuff. So me, Mauricio, Jeff, and Fredo went and sat in our own seats on that that you know blacked out spot. So he wrestles. He walks to the entrance, he stops, and like I'm the only one clapping because I'm I'm a Orton fan. He turns, he looks at me, and he points at me, and he walks and he walks into the <laughs> back. And I wasn't gonna say anything. I was like, all right, that's cool, whatever. And Freddie goes, did you see Randy Orton point at you? And I was like, I wasn't gonna say it. But for, I mean, we're the only people right there. I'm clapping, and he points up. So, like he he did, and Fred was yeah. like. He pointed at you. Man, Mia Khalifa is hot. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. it's like your two spirits are connected now. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> he said he did. <laughs> yeah. 
Did you call I, you on Twitter yet? Or? No, no, but I, I feel, I hear voices yeah. in my head. <laughs> Randy Orton's yeah. voice. He hears voices in his heart. Yeah. Whenever I see Orton, I hear music. Yeah. Hey, so uh, next question for you right here. Uh, do you think that the Hardys can stay relevant without the Broken and Brother Nero uh, characters? I think Jeff Hardy can. I, but... I think that if uh, Matt Hardy is going to, you know, get over, he's going to have to do that broken thing. And from, uh, from, yeah, I've been working with sources all day. I've been working the phones, calling all my top guys in the WWE. Yeah, what um, website? <laughs> uh, yeah, WrestlingObserver.com. Oh, okay, but, um, there you go. Yeah, so they're actually working out a deal with TNA right now, to, uh, or Impact Wrestling, whatever it's called, to, uh, to get that. I think the WWE can actually pay them for it because they see the, they see the monetary... Um, how much money they can actually make with that gimmick. So um, I, I really think it's going to happen soon. And Matt, he's been following on Twitter. He's been changing his, uh, his Twitter handle. He's been going in and out of the broken character. He's been kind of like uh, teasing it a little bit on Raw. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised um, if at Payback this Sunday, if they go ahead and just hot shot that deal and have Cesaro and Sheamus win, and then they start the broken thing right away. Yeah, that would – I mean, because they – they already, they already feel stale to me, man. So I think they they need to get it because that was their whole appeal is that they reinvented themselves. Well, and it doesn't even look like they enjoy being Matt and Jeff Hardy. Like, they enjoy being broken. Yeah. Like, they don't even, like, when they're in the yeah, ring. Yeah, go. Oh, yeah, they could never cut promos as themselves. Like, they, they were just totally bland. They, but they came out, they had, you know, their cool clothes and by call I mean 2000 version of what cool clothes were. They were wearing all the crap all over them and Jeff had his crazy hair and stuff. And that was cool back then. Um, and they didn't really need to cut promos because they would also kill themselves in the ring. But now they're older. They can't really kill themselves as much as they used to. So they're going to have to be entertaining. And uh, the brother Nero of Broken Massa, the most entertaining stuff that they had ever done. Besides, you know, falling out the 20 foot ladder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. All right, man. And uh, here's the last one we're gonna give to you real quick. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, but WWE Studios is talking about making a Vince McMahon movie. So, uh, who can you see playing Vince McMahon? Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> you know yeah. what, man? If, yeah. that, if that's a role that he would take, he would pull it off. Because yeah. that guy is full-on method actor, and I could see him doing that stupid McMahon yeah. walk and yelling, you're fired. Yeah, and you know what? Daniel Day Lewis from, uh, from There Will Be Blood. Yeah, if you just... go back and watch that now, there is some of Vince McMahon yeah. in that character. That's definitely uh, some I, Daniel Plainview in there. Doubt Daniel Day Lewis. I sincerely doubt that Daniel Day Lewis even knows who the fuck Vince McMahon is. But <laughs> show him some tapes. Daniel Day Lewis will become Vince McMahon. <laughs> I honestly thought for a second watching Lincoln that he was Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, he's, he's known for getting is, into uh, his part. Really good. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he is. Well, yeah. he's known for like the six months leading into filming, yeah. like really getting into those parts, like becoming whatever it is he's trying to become. Yeah. And I really thought uh, he didn't have another foot in my left foot. So he's just that good. <laughs> yeah. I thought he died in gangs in New York. Yeah. <laughs> I was sad. Yeah. Hey, that was another great one. You guys ever watched The Boxer? Oh. Like, you watch, it's, a, it's 
old movie from like '92. Yeah, yeah. You watch that movie, you think that he's a professional boxer. Like he—he's <laughs> like, the best actor I've ever seen. So. Oh man! But, uh, you know, I don't get a character coming up out there, a lead character. I, you know, I would always vote for Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, but, oh, you know, he's, he's tall. And I think he's just crazy enough and committed enough to do the right amount of steroids to get to the... <laughs> the right amount of steroids? <laughs> so you don't think they're just going to put some gray hair on the ra- on the rock and throw him out there? The gray hair. Well, it's, so it's a biopic, so I, I don't know if they're going to do it his entire life or if they're going to do it a certain time period. So it depends on what time period they're going to do. So uh, as you can see, I put a lot of thought into this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it depends on what time period that they do. Now, if it's, you know, how he buys the company from his dad and then, you know, <clears throat> starts buying off all the promoters and then building WrestleMania and doing that thing, then you got all these old school characters from, uh, from back in the late 70s, early 80s. You got to start thinking of all, like, who's going to play those characters now? Oh, yeah. So, there's, a, there's a lot of variables here, man. I'm, I'm really excited. I hope. To God, that it's not another crappy WWE Films movie. Like, The Marine 7 or whatever, like, you know, the guy who did the character. Triple H. I, 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 I hope that actually it's like a serious movie and they do a, they, they go big for this one. It could be the biggest one that they ever do. I don't know, but Twitter's going crazy and uh, I've been having fun thinking about all the different parts. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man, because, I mean, if you really stop and think about it, all the drama that was involved with him taking over uh, territories, the whole little uh, battle with with Hulk Hogan in the courts over steroids and all this other stuff, Monday, dude, they have lots to work with, and they could really make it work. I mean, if the wrestler got such good reviews and uh, accolades at the Oscars, this is potentially, especially with a Day Lewis in there, yeah, potential, potential, yeah. potential. get you out of here is there anything you want to say to uh matt news uh matt news you know uh, i i didn't want to tell you guys this i you know i, I know why he said that he wasn't going to, to be here this week but i i know the truth you guys want to hear it yeah let's get let's get that truth <clears throat> matt news it's draft season matt news is holding out for one he's holding out what what yeah now Nobody gets paid a dime. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks he's supposed to get paid. Matt, Matt's holding out for more money. He thinks he's a big drawing. Well, he's thinking he's the one that gets the extra downloads each week. He thinks he's going to bring in the ad rates and the revenue stream. So he is uh, basically at home tonight waiting to hear this podcast, waiting to see it sink. And he's going to try to come in and save it next week. That, that's what I think. Oh, so he thinks that he's responsible for all five of our listeners? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh oh, Matt News. 
pulling that Albert Hainsworth on us. Wow, I can't even I can't even believe my ears right now. He broke it. He broke it here. We're gonna. I will not go into a contract uh, specifics with Matt, even though I might have told him his checks in the mail about four times already. So yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> that's gonna do it. Uh, Mike, hey, thanks a lot for stopping by, and uh, man, you you fucking talk forever, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, you have a good one. Thanks a lot. Oh, that ate up a whole lot of time. It's a good thing too, because there's not really a lot to talk about. I mean, I guess there is some stuff, but uh, yeah, there'll be more next week when we could actually talk about the draft. Because leading up, like you said, there's a lot of smoke screens, so we can sit here and say like the mock drafts and this one's saying that, but some some might be right, but. You know. I think it's gotten to the point where, like, I when I was younger, I used to really like <clears throat> enjoy mock drafts. You yeah. know, they just. But I think the ideal job would be the guy who grades drafts afterwards. It's kind of like the same thing. Uh, I don't know if you saw there was a report written on. Well, I guess it wasn't really a report. It was on ESPN. It was uh, after the schedule release, and it's these guys who are sitting there talking about what they think each team is going to, you know, go. And they had about like twenty to twenty. So 20-something teams go over 500. 500. How optimistic everybody yeah. is about the season. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, handing out draft grades after the draft or saying, yeah. like, yeah, I told you so, yeah. even though you only mock draft, what, two rounds? Yeah, because, I mean, think about it. Okay, how many teams, uh, six out of – so 12 teams from each, uh, from the whole league, make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And even most of the time you get uh, an 8-8 eight and eight or, like, 9-7, and seven, like, barely winning seasons. So and that's 12 teams. Yeah. So yeah, typically there's about 18 teams that are under 500. Mm-hmm. It makes least. no sense, man. But that's like the ideal job, right? Like well, well, to it, not really pay attention to well, what you've actually picked. Well, it's kind of what those. Okay, it's kind of like the thing leading up to the draft. Right now, everybody's optimistic. Like it's one of those things where we talk about, like in fantasy football, like yeah, I'm gonna trade my. Fr- I'm gonna trade my draft picks all the time if you're gonna give me a guy that I know in the league. If he's been in the league even a couple years, like you're gonna give me a guy who I know. And I've seen do it compared to a draft pick. Everybody overemphasizes the draft because it's the potential of like, oh, how many people think their guy, their teams are going to draft the perfect guy for their team, and mm-hmm. he's going to be gone and become a ten-year star for them and be a Pro Bowler? Like, no, like that's not reality. Yeah. So it's just one of those like pie eye optimistic, like like you said, twenty teams over five hundred. Like, yeah. no, the the chances are not that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and the chances of your team coming out. Somebody tweeted, I I, I want to look it up right now. But it was a first round from a couple of years ago. And it was like Luke Jokel, um, Tavon Austin, like all these. It was the top ten. It was like Chance Walmack, like DJ yeah, Fluker. Was, yeah, yeah, that was the Deion Jordan draft. Deion the Jordan. Out of that. Yeah, yeah, it was like one of the worst top ten, eleven picks. D, D. Milner. It yeah. was like. Oh, you're, these are your top ten picks in the draft, and not one of these guys are on their team thought, or their yeah, or their Yeah, I thought bus. only one guy had actually been to the Pro Bowl off that list. If I remember correctly, there was one Pro Bowler. Yeah. The rest of them are not even with their original the original team. team. And it's just like it's just it's one of those things like Eric Fisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fisher, Jokel. It was, it was just a bunch of just ridiculousness. But I guarantee you, when you go back and look at the 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 review of it. Yeah, A. Yeah. A, this movie. Solid pick. Got what they needed. <laughs> yeah. Did exactly what they needed to do. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Five years later, buddy. Good job, Mel Kuyper. Yeah, exactly. Best. I would I would appreciate the honesty. Like, this guy might be okay, but chances are he's probably going to suck. Well, yeah. I mean. You think? I don't know. We'll, yeah. We'll get to this. I don't want to yeah. jump ahead to that point right now. But uh, 
So let's go ahead. Rick, you got some quick hits for us? Just a couple. Yeah, let's get what you got. Uh, Adrian Peterson signs a two-year deal with the New Orleans Saints, which then led to Marshawn Lynch getting traded to the Oakland Raiders. Two-year deal. Run through a motherfucker's face. Run through a motherfucker's face. And I don't know if we're going to get your reaction on this, but I definitely have a question on your reaction about that. But we'll get to that later. Um, Cornerback for Ohio State, uh, Garyon Conley, has been accused of rape, calls the allegations. uh, uh, I can't even read what I said. Something false. (laughs) Yep, that too. (laughs) Such a serious story. He said they're false. That's yeah. all you need to know. He said they're not true. False <laughs> accusations. Yeah. yeah. Completely. That's what it was. <laughs> and in serious news, he's something false. Alright, in the draft. How many how many uh what's the trap? What's the draft clock for? Twenty one hours, fifty minutes, and twenty seven seconds. Damn. Less than twenty four hours. We're getting closer, folks. Uh Malcolm Butler. Most likely staying in New England. And in Florida, a young woman alongside a busy highway with a sign saying, Not homeless, need boobs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Now, was she homeless? Or is it just a clever sign? A clever roo. Yeah. I mean, you, you'd a have to roo. see. <laughs> a roo. A, 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 a kangaroo on the sign that says not homeless. Just a hood wink. Bamboozle. Yeah. All right, man. So Marshawn Lynch, is that what you want to talk about, Rick? Well, I mean, I want to get your reaction on it because I definitely have my opinion on it. Yeah. And I mean, my, and I understand the high hopes of the Raiders yeah. right now, but. Let's... Like, I can retweet a picture. I can uh, retweet, you know, him saying something. But honestly, I I don't expect much out of him, man. He's 31 okay. years old. He's coming coming off of injuries. Come on, uh, he's going <laughs> to be mainly the goal line, you know, first short uh, third yardage down, uh, back. But um, if he, I mean, if he over exceeds my expectations, that's fine, man. But he was getting beat up towards the end. Plus, he took a year off. Plus, he's 31. It just doesn't feel good to me that he's going to be a thousand yard rusher. I hope that he is, but I'm not going to sit here and say, Beast Mode's back behind that line with that offense. Yeah. He's going to go for 1,520 touchdowns. Like, I'm not expecting that at all, okay. man. All right. I would have been fine with him. Uh, like, to me, this this draft is running back deep, yeah. and they could have gotten somebody who fits his description. Not, I mean, that's a, that's a difficult thing to say because of who he is and what he's yeah. proven. But you could find a big back in this draft yeah. to to hope that he turns out to be what you think that he might be, and plus you have uh, already have DeAndre Washington and Jalen Richard. I know he's not he's not going to be carrying the load that he carried in Seattle and in Buffalo, but still, man, uh, I, I, I don't see this going very well for them. I, this could this could potentially be another Maurice Jones Drew type thing. It could be a thing where he gets injured. And he's not playing for a huge bulk of the season, yeah. and he's not going to be ready come playoff time. I see. I see if they if they use him the way he needs to be used. Come a thirty two year old running back coming off of a year out, third down, short yardage, uh, goal line, like you know, third and short. I mean, I said third down, but like a third and short, like short yardage and, mm-hmm. and touchdowns. Like yeah. that's the only way they. Or if like you want to get the crowd pumped. 
bring out beast mode. Yeah. Like, just, you know, have a, have give them a series or two yeah. here and there. Let the crowd, if they're a little stale, they see Marshawn, they're going to get, you know, get that buzz in the feeling mm-hmm. in, in the stadium, you know. But other oh, yeah. than other than that, like, if you're going to plan on riding them 18, 20 carries a game, like, he's going to break down. He's going to get hurt. You, and you think he's going to cause a problem if uh, they don't feed him the ball as no. often as he thinks? He I does. think they told him what his role would be when they brought him in. I yeah, don't think okay. they oversold him and said, hey, you're going to get 25 to 30 touches a game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this offense is about him when it's clearly clearly not. It's yeah. Derek Carr's offense. Yeah. Uh, he's not carrying them. They brought him in. But I, I, I'm not buying into the whole they're bringing him in as a, a ticket seller because, you know, they're leaving and they're trying to leave people with a happy – Case in their mouth, I yeah. guess, because you know about I that, don't, right? I don't see Reggie being that type of guy. Like, no, I don't see Reggie McKenzie caving to that and giving away an asset, a, a fifth round pick, which he loves draft picks. He's yeah. he's, he's from that uh, Ted Thompson tree of, of GMs that they're pumping out there, and uh, so giving away a pick, he doesn't take that lightly. This is not just a publicity stunt. This no. is someone that he they feels like can he, help him. They, he feels like they could help yeah. the team. And that's the thing. They have Richard and they have Dwayne Was- uh, Washington, mm-hmm. two guys who are more quicker, you know, cut, scat back, you know, Washington and more especially. Receiving. Backs and, yeah. So you have that. He's going to be the complement to them. And, like, yeah, they could risk getting that, you know, risk going into the draft and taking that. But – you get a guy who you know is a touchdown guy, a short yardage guy who knows how to run between the tackles like that. So I like the pick as far as that. If they use him for that and keep him there and mm-hmm. don't try to like overextend him, I love yeah. I love the signing. But until playoff time, if they get there, you know, it's like and that's then what bring him out. Him. Yeah, bring him out. And then you see what he really has left in him. And then the next year, his and last it, year, you just exactly, use him out. Exactly. But um, yeah, so I'm not, like I said, not expecting the world. Maybe just give me a, but a, thinking, a country. But thinking 1,200 yards and, like, oh, yeah. 13 touchdowns. Maybe the 13 touchdown. but thinking 1,200 yards yeah. and, like, you know, receiving. Like, no, it, like those days yeah. are far from gone. If he know. gets, like, 800 total yards. Like, receiving and, and yeah. Like, yeah, that'd be a great that'd year. Be a great and, like, 10 touchdowns. Them. Because then, you know, the other two are doing their job, too. And, like, they're going to be doing their I thing. think his, his key stat uh, – is going to be first downs. How many first downs he has mm-hmm. yeah. in the year? That's going to be his number one step. Yeah, that's the big thing for him. And then there's uh, Adrian Peterson to the Saints. I, I don't get the move, man. No. It doesn't make any sense to me because they are they are a passing team, and there's no question about that. And when you have him in there, you know they're running the football because he is not a good receiving back. Yeah. He's never been. Doesn't have the hands for it. And uh, I don't necessarily even see him as a distraction because, I mean, you could just have a guy shadow him, not necessarily flame him, you know him, what yeah. I'm saying? You could just throw, like, your worst defender, yeah. your worst linebacker out there on yeah. him and just... I understand the move as far as, you know, just the name, he's a Hall of Famer, but I just don't see them being a fit. The thing... Especially with that offensive line. Well, they don't really have a great offensive line. Well, they, they, they made a signing, I can't, I can't think of the name, they signed a guard... No, during, they had they had a guard, Jerry Evans, Evans but because they the no, because they signed somebody before during during oh. um, before dirt before during yeah. So I mean, they're obviously going to go draft a lineman. They drafted one last year. Um, the only way I see this move working out is if you think you have a two headed monster with him and Ingram because they're both basically the same type of runners downhill. You know, between the tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ingram can catch the ball out of the backfield, and he showed the last two years he can catch out of the backfield, but they like to use 
a scat running back for that role unless they're going to plan on no more using a scat back because they don't have one currently on their roster. Yeah. And they're going to go with two bruisers and just say, we're going to wear defenses out and we're not going to throw the ball 50. We're going to play ball control. And you know, you know where we're going and you got to stop. You're going to stop us. Yeah. And that's the only way I see it working because you have Peterson and Ingram, two old school downhill runners. Yeah. Stop the Uh-oh. What, what do you we got, got for us? Donald Penn tweets, I woke up this morning in beast mode. Ooh. Let's get it. Oh, let's get it, sir. I mean, it's, it's a shot in the arm for that whole team. Like, we got beast mode. Like, yeah. he wanted to come play for us because he saw what we're doing down here. Because they're ex- they're expecting that Marshawn to show up. I mean, yeah. all the reports and who even knows how much they really believe about that because, you know, fake news and all. But all the word out of uh, uh, the front office is apparently that he was in – great shape yeah, he know? looks like, like he is in good shape but, but i mean he's it's, it's the running back yeah. looking good and uh Being, running the football in the nfl yeah exa- exactly yeah. there's a lot of guys who look good in the nfl but can't exactly play the sport yeah uh and a little bit earlier before before we came on they started it it came out espn started doing mass layoffs like over a hundred people got laid off they did it what one or two years ago where they let off more behind the scenes yeah. people not necessarily on air talent and this is this is uh, quite a few names yeah. in there. Uh, I wrote down the biggest ones there. Uh, Ed Werder. Ed Werder, obviously. That was like That's a huge crazy. name. Shocked me. Um, especially, I know there for a little bit he was primarily just their, their Cowboys guy, but then they brought in Calvin Watkins, who also was let go today as well. So they lose both those guys. Danny Cannell, a little shocking as well. Especially Real since he has his thing with the... Uh, uh, Rosillo, their their uh, radio show, and now apparently that radio show's gone. Well, and he he did Rosillo and Canal. He did NFL or uh, uh, college, college game college day. Game day yep. ca- uh, then the college game day live. Like he did a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have uh, like anchors, Robin Lundford, Jay Crawford. Jay Crawford was crazy. Yeah, Trent Dilfer was let go, which I don't really care about. I can't really stand, but he has to stay most of the time. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's Trent Dilfer. He's part of it. Uh, Jason Stark, that's another that's crazy a big one. one yeah. Doug Glanville, he was he made He's the really good. with yeah. the with the uh, uh, Shambi and and the other dude. I can't remember yeah. his name right off the top of my head. Uh, Jade McCarthy, who was uh, one of their anchors, also very hot. Yep, Jamie um, Sire. But yeah, there's more, man. There's lots more out there. And, and there's like you said before, Carl, yeah, Carl Ravage. Yeah, and this is what it was. Uh, there are also reports that Carl Ravage, Ryan Rosillo, you know, him and Canel, and Hannah Storm were going to have their roles significantly reduced. And then John Buchigross was supposed, they were supposed to let his contract expire, but apparently they're walking that back and they're going to keep him on. So this is some big names, man. I mean, I think they really, there's some names on there where I'm like, okay, you didn't need that guy in the first place. Like they had Roger Kosick and he's a legal analyst. Yeah. If they you were want just, to talk to somebody about something legal, call a lawyer. Call well, that's, somebody. They had him on. They had him yeah, on retainer. Can you can you uh, save money by just calling a lawyer who might know? Well, they were saving money because they were bringing him on so much and using it so much that they. But like what it was, what I think, well, what it obviously is, is they've been paying so much money for the rights of like the NFL, two billion dollars, and the ML. Like they're paying so much rights for all these. NFL, like, they don't have the money to flex their power anymore with all these analysts here and analysts there, specialists here and specialists there. And, like, I noticed because, like, when I, 
when I was reading the article, it had like the tweets of all the people who um, got released, mm-hmm. and you're going through them. You know, eight years, ten years, twelve years, seventeen. It, they did all guys who have been there for a long period of time because yeah. you know that you know they had big contracts, their salaries were huge. So you know they're trying to give young talent. You know where where one goes, the other. You know there's an opportunity for somebody else and. Yeah, for right now, they lose 100 jobs, but they're going to start filling them with young people because the salaries are going to yeah. be a lot cheaper. I also saw like a lot of five and four and threes in there. But to me, it, this was just more of a uh, their, their stocks are hurting. Uh, they're losing subscribers to their website. And people are just not interested in it anymore, man. It, it's, well, there's you know, so like many, said, there's, there's 24 other hours, different platforms. You know, 24 hours of uh, screaming and just, I can't even watch ESPN anymore. All I watch it for now is Levitard and games. I don't watch sports. Do when's the last time you sat there and watched Sports Center? I haven't I sat there and watched Sports Center yeah. in a long time. Yeah. Uh, it's just getting. It, it just got out of hand. If they change their format, I think it would be a little bit better. It's just there's too much of it, man. They well, need, they and need then to there's do a lot of different. conservatives who feel they lean a little bit too left, and yeah. they, they left because of that. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, the the hits keep on coming for them, and the names are trickling out. So, you know, I I don't know. I don't want to say be on the lookout. And I I feel bad uh, for the guy, especially the people that are still there who who people want fired. You know, like Jamel and Michael were getting some shit today, you know. Just like, you're going to get rid of Ed Werder, but yet I still got to watch these guys at 6 o'clock every night, you know. (laughs) Oh, man, it's rough, man. Those people out there on the internet are rough. Yeah. Uh, also, there's a there's a uh, big fight this weekend in the heavyweight division as far as boxing goes. Anthony Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko, they're fighting overseas in London, and that'll be on HBO. You could watch it at your normal 7 p.m. time unless you're just chilling at home on a Saturday and you see, you know, oh, dang, that fight's coming on at 1.35 in the afternoon. I'll just watch it now, and then I'll have the whole night free to myself. So be able to look out for that. It's Probably the biggest heavyweight fight that I could think of for the longest time, and uh, this is Anthony Joshua's chance to prove himself. Man, he's out there destroying people. He's the young buck, Olympic gold medalist from uh, England. So, see what he's got. GGG, there's news with him right now too. What's the news? Uh oh. Um, so he was supposed to go back to Kazakhstan in June. Uh-huh. He's instead uh, foregoing that and looking for a potential blockbuster between the winner. Of uh, Alvarez and Chavez for a September fight, they're trying to get yeah. it going in well, September. Canelo had already said that uh, after this, he's moving up to middleweight. Like he's he's going to stay there because for the longest time, which is no secret, it's been hard for him to make weight. So mm-hmm. he's going to move up and stay there where where Canelo hangs out. So hopefully he wins. I don't want to see Chavez Junior versus. I don't. I don't see it Triple happening. G. Yeah, I'm sure this will find some way to get rid of it. But uh, I just hope he comes out and like says after the fight with uh, Chavez Jr., Mexicans, we don't fuck around. Remember when you said that? Yeah. Fucking liar. It's <laughs> a good impression, Fredo. Thanks. <laughs> hey, how much time? How much time for the draft, Fredo? Twenty-one hours, thirty-six minutes, and twelve seconds. Uh, Eleven seconds. Even closer than before. Even closer. All right, before we hey, get out of here, when the listeners huh? listen, it'll be a lot. Even it'll be a lot closer than it is. Yeah, now. it will. But they'll have to go to gtppodcast.com just to check and see what the time is. Yeah. Uh, let's get some hockey talk in here before we decide to, uh, you know, let you guys go. <clears throat> All right, second round starts tonight. Uh, it's Nashville and <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking Russians. Their, this is their favorite part of the show. Yeah. You know, they're into this. Okay. At least you guys can just like respect it a little bit. Yeah. Dang. Like stay quiet. You don't have to come yeah. on and say something. Uh, they're just getting excited. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I get it. I get it. Getting all jazzed. <laughs> all right. Uh, second round starts tonight. Nashville and St. Louis. And at this moment, it's into the third. Uh, Nashville's up 3-1. They're looking strong. Um, you also have Edmonton and Anaheim tonight. Tomorrow you have the Rangers and Ottawa and Pittsburgh versus Washington. Uh, should be a good one. That's going to be a huge test for my boys in Washington. Hoping they can pull it out. Sid the Kid, you know, he always has his number. Sid the Kid does. So we'll see. This is going to be a huge test, like I said. Uh, Dallas Stars' Tyler Sagan has it's surgery on his shoulders. Like should be back <laughs> for training camp. And the Bruins are bringing back coach uh, Bruce Cassidy. Uh, no longer in the interim, he will be the permanent. Is uh, you gonna bring along the Sundance Kid? <laughs> he should. <laughs> It'd be a lot of fun. Hey, Fredo, you got anything for us before we get out of here? Um, uh, no. Money Pacquiao. Dang, Manny Pacquiao came from out oh, of nowhere. Uh, Amazon's coming out with a uh, new Alexia device. What was what was it that kid said? They're coming out with a two hundred dollar device that uh, so far it's called Echo Look, which acts as your fashion stylist. It takes a photograph of your outfit and then suggests clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Russians were breaking back in. <laughs> they suggest clothes for you. Tika, <laughs> But, yeah, it's just, I just see it as a 24-7 spy machine that they're going to keep an eye on you. Of course, yeah. they all, everything is, did you hear your Uber is like, was uh, unlawfully tracking people mm -hmm. off their, even their after you deleted devices, it, yeah, yeah, even when you deleted the app, they were still inside your phone, like, checking your shit out. Wow. Now, even if you don't allow, like every like every time you see something, like oh, you don't allow, they're still up in your shit. Like, yeah. what, what was the other issue that Uber came across? It was like some harassment shit that worked. Oh, it was uh, during those uh, protests about oh, the Muslim ban. Yeah. They were still the you they know were hiking up the prices. No, they broke. They they didn't go along with it, and they were still picking people up at the airport. So like taxis and and Lyft, they weren't going to the airports to pick people up. I got you. In protest of the ban, but Uber was like, "Motherfucker, let's do it." There's money. Yeah. Get your money. There's a lot of, and then there there's also stuff like uh, uh, not like thoroughly going through some of their drivers. Some of the drivers had some history, and then like overcharging for cars, like. Like, you, you could buy cars through them through financing, and, like, they jack up prices. It's, like, $300 for some, like, Ultima or something like that. That's not... You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. just, they just screw everybody over. Well, yeah, screw everybody over. All right, man. Well, that's going to do it for us. We ended on a high note there with that Uber talk. Yeah, we did. Uh, Rick with this, you don't know what the government's about, man. Did I say government or did I say Uber? Y'all need to invest in some tinfoil hats. Hats? Yeah, you haven't, you haven't seen that? Never mind. All right, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, be sure to share this show with your friends. Share this mm -hmm. show with your friends. That, that came out pretty smooth, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we Our thank, friends in Russia. Yeah, we yeah. thank you for listening, especially you out there in Russia. Uh, mm. What are they? Thank you, comrade. Come you one more time. Tell me how much time left until the NFL draft. <laughs> they want to know. We got 21 hours, 32 minutes, and oh, 31 minutes and 58 seconds. <laughs> All right. Sounded like Count Dracula right there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to suck the Count's blood. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. I thought you sounded like a poo. 
<laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for us this week. So for uh, Rick and Fredo, um, yeah. <laughs> for, for Rick and Fredo, I'm Mike. Tune in next week, and we will try and do better. Bye. Bye. How much time? Oh, shit. <laughs>